Hey, welcome to the Grow With Us podcast. This is Tanner. This is our first podcast that we get to do, and it couldn't have come in any better of a time, really, because, uh, well, you know, this week we're having difficulties putting this sermon up from um, from last Sunday. For, for some reason, it got deleted, and um, it won't accept it as as a recovered file, I guess, is what it is. So it's a little frustrating that that one doesn't get to be up there, but, you know, if you were there, I, I hope that you guys enjoyed it. But most importantly, we hope that God gets the glory for it all um, and, and nothing else. So I guess it's, like I said, no better of a time to do this then and to just maybe talk about our monthly update. Uh, so we had sent out a newsletter this month uh, for the month of March, uh, Naomi and I have, and in it we have a section called Failed Plans and God's Providence. And and what's what's so un- awesome about this, I should say, is that even in our our terrible planning, God can still get all the glory. You know, because really, a lot of times we like to try to trust in ourselves. We like to trust in the fact that. Uh, we're making these plans. We're doing these things. We're going to go here for a year, and we're going to invest in this business. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And, you know, it all fails sometimes. It all just crumbles down. And so we had this this great, this great idea that uh, we were going to move up here to Omaha, Nebraska. We had raised some funds before we left. Uh, Crossway Baptist Church, our sending church, had uh, contributed quite a fair amount to our, our moving money. So we figured, you know, hey, we got this this amount of money in the bank. We're going to be able to put this down for our, a down payment. We're going to be able to be in a house in no time. We're going to be out of this missionary apartment in just a few months. It's all going to be great. We're going to have a nursery built and dogs and, and so on and so forth. And that was in November. November 1st, we moved up here. And, well, here it is. It's March, and the weather's getting warm. Uh <laughs> and we're still in the missionary apartment, you know. We're still in a, a little two-bedroom place with our two dogs and living in the upstairs of a church pretty much, you know. And I'm not complaining. It's a blessing. Um, it's free rent. Uh, the Heartland Church Network takes good care of us, and we're so thankful for what they do. So don't hear us say uh, that we're not appreciative. But you get it gets a little old after a while, you know. And we've been here going on five months now, and... Uh, my wife's pregnant, so you know she's got to pee all the time. So she's she's been getting her steps in from the from the bedroom to the bathroom, the bedroom to the bathroom, on down the hallway. Uh, but you know we're thankful that God's given us this this time to just kind of get acquainted with the area, to get acquainted with the people, just to kind of get our our feet under us and not not really have to worry so much about paying rent or. Uh, moving into a house that could have been in the wrong area, you know. So what what we thought were our plans and or the plans that we made, what we thought were God's plans really crumbled and uh, they fell apart. And, and and through this, you know, God's, God's pretty much just telling us, trust in me, stop planning your own plans, watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to plant you where uh, where I need you, you know. You're, you're not going to move where you want to go. You said anything, anytime, and anywhere, Tanner and Naomi. I'm going to put you where I desire you to be, and and that, and it's a good place to be there to be totally dependent on the Lord. So, after a few months here, um, in this missionary apartment, and and being denied for a home loan time and time again, and and uh, not having, you know, on a church planner's budget, you don't make 
what they require you to have up here for rent. So, you know, renting a house, they want you to have three times the amount of rent. So that's like uh, for income. And, and so that's upwards to $4,500 a month. And that's just unreal. You know, we don't make that much money. We don't bring in that much money. Uh, and so, so that was difficult for us. And through all of this, uh, as we're sitting, we're just trusting and waiting on the Lord, and we're praying a little bit here and there about, God, where would you have us? Where do you want us to go? Uh, we're on Facebook Marketplace, you know, good old Marketplace, and I find a house that, that I like right there in the same area, pretty much where I do my Bible study at on Thursday mornings. And let me tell you, it, it's the perfect little spot. And so the lady ended up, uh, our landlord, ended up having like 400 request or like multiple like hundreds of them and uh, we were one of the very first ones to uh, reply to to her listing so she narrowed it down to a few people she left us hanging all week we had to wait to see what the answer was going to be and it was Sunday afternoon she said you know we really like you guys and we would be honored if you'd move into our house and she never asked us you know how much money we made what we did uh you know what we did for a living any of that stuff you know we told them that we were pastors we were responsible or I was a pastor that were church planners and you know that we're responsible people that we would love to live in their home and take care of it and uh, you know through the Lord's providence and, and him softening their hearts they decided to give us their house to rent for a time until they come back from out of the country and what's even better than that is like it's got a couch in there you know it's it's partly furnished you know it's got a washer and dryer it's got room for the dogs to run uh it's i mean it couldn't get any better than that any sweeter than that and for it to just be right up the road you know from uh from where i'm doing my bible study where we feel like uh, i mean me personally speaking and i've spoke with naomi a little bit on this uh but that the part of town called Exarban Village, I've, it's always screamed to me like when I come to Omaha, I love this place, I, and that's where I want to be at. And for it to be just a few blocks away from that, it's like, Lord, is this is this what you're calling us to do? Is is this where you're calling us to be? Um, so hopefully through this time, as we're in this house, we can uh, continue to save up another down payment. We can get um, our pay stubs built up and things like that and hopefully get approved for a home somewhere in the Midtown Omaha area or Exarban area. And then uh, from there, you know, look at hopefully launching a house church first and then moving into hopefully a building once it fills up, you know, and, and those are our plans. We're praying through it. Uh, we're, you know, the Bible says that to commit your plans unto the Lord and he will establish your steps. And so we're hoping in that promise and we're praying that he would, uh, just reveal it to us and show us how we can be obedient next. And the next thing that's in our newsletter that we're excited to talk about is is the baby that Naomi's carrying. You know, it's our boy. Uh, we went to we went to the uh, to the doctor. I think it was maybe the twenty second or so of February, and we found out that we had a perfectly healthy baby boy. And and he's a wild one. He was moving all around, and it was hard to get pictures of him and and figure that all out and you know we I had swore that it was going to be a girl and and come to find out I'm wrong so I'm thankful um, that God has given us life I'm thankful that God has decided to be uh, merciful and generous to us and provide us with a child because uh, you guys know and, and and hopefully here in a few weeks or something like that I can have um, Naomi do a podcast and just kind of talk about the the secret pain behind it all but you know most of you guys know if you're connected with us we've had 
a miscarriage and actually the baby would have been due in February. I think it was the 23rd. And so it's, it's been a hard time. It was a rough go with this pregnancy and not knowing, you know, when we get in there, is there going to be a heartbeat? Cause the first time we went at, at a uh, seven and a half weeks or so, there was no heartbeat, you know, and the doctor had kind of left us thinking that maybe there would be here in a couple of weeks when we had come back, you know? So it was traumatizing, especially for my bride, you know, she was hurt really bad. Um, it led us into, uh, and this is all while we're going through, uh, the NAM process, the North American Mission Board process. This is all as we're going through assessment and everything like that, you know, and we're considering church planning and we're, we're working through our calling and, uh, man, it was tragic. It crushed us. It, it was so hard on her and it was hard on me. And so this time when we went into the very first appointment at around eight weeks, we were nervous as a long tail cat in a rocking chair factory. We can, to say the least, uh, we went in there and we saw that there was a heartbeat and it was 175 beats or so per minute. So God made up for the last one, you know, and uh, to go back in there each and every time we hear this, this pounding heartbeat, we can see the baby moving. We can, uh, she can feel it moving. When I lay my head on her stomach, I can feel it moving. And just, just know that there's life in there. You know, so it's it's kind of been rough on us, but the the beautiful thing is that God's given us a boy. He's he's been favorable to us and given us life, and I can't wait to see what God has in store for him. And at this point in time, now in my prayer life, I'm praying that God would, uh, much like Jeremiah, and I know that He already has because God knows everything, right? But much like Jeremiah, put a calling on his life in in Naomi's womb that he would answer and and sell his whole life out to Jesus. You know, I I hope that by my life and by Naomi's life, we can teach our sons and our daughters that selling your life out for the Lord, giving your absolute everything to Jesus is the best life you can ever live. So we're praying, you know, that the Lord would would have big things in store for him and um, that he would use him to the fullest potential, whether that's in a, a nine-to-five job or whether that's standing behind the pulpit and proclaiming, thus says the Lord. So kind of moving on with the next things that we've got going on, I'll speak for Naomi, um, you know, and just kind of wondering, how is God using us? How is God using us here here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska? Because all of these things that we've talked about, you know, moving into a house or having a baby, um, you know, looking for a home, the struggles we went through on that, you know, all these things is not church planning. You know, it's not what we moved up here for. It doesn't have anything to do with um, really um, kingdom work per se, you know. So, so what have we been, what have we been doing? You know, together as a unit, Naomi and I have been working side by side with Sherry and Rick Lechner, which, you know, for some of you, you may know, some of you may not know is Naomi's mom and dad. So, that's the crazy thing, right? Like I'm planning, we're planning churches with my in-laws. I mean, <laughs> it can't get any crazier than that. And uh, so we've been we've been working side by side. And, and let me say this, we get along good together. We all make a really good, fair team. Um, we balance each other out well. We communicate pretty well, I think. And that's my opinion, but I'm, I'm confident Rick would probably say the same thing. And so would Naomi and Sherry. Uh, but through this, uh, as we're leading to opening day, 
Um, we opened on January 16th on a Sunday morning. And leading up to that day, we was hustling and bustling, man, like trying to get the floor done and, and trying to build the stage and trying to get the carpet tiles on the stage. I mean, there were late nights to 10 o'clock at night and long days that we were there. We was putting in work to get this thing ready. Uh, so we put blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. Uh, and it was beautiful, though, because we had teams that came up from, you know, Crossway Baptist Church and, and uh, Community Southern Baptist in Fairgrove, Missouri. Uh, and, I, and if I'm missing any other teams, forgive me, but we had these teams come up and help us out, and they were able to floor the whole sanctuary in a day. You know, they were able to do some structural work on some subfloor that was rotten out real bad. They helped us out big time. We couldn't have got it done without them. And then also Freeway Ministries here in Omaha, Nebraska, they put in so much work, blood, sweat, and tears in this building as well. And and if it wasn't for Freeway, uh, we know that planning this church is kind of a little backwards as, as they started as a ministry. We understand that. But if it wasn't for Freeway, there's no way we would be where we are right now. You know, the Lord's really used that ministry and blessed us as a church. Uh, it's been a beautiful thing. And so that's kind of what we've been doing together. Um, and, and to say this, uh, let me pause here real quick. Uh, some of you guys have may have wondered, you know, I say that I'm going verse by verse through the book of first John, but you're probably wondering where John chapter one, verses one through four are. So before we opened up on opening morning, Sunday, uh, January 16th, opening morning, we started doing a series of soft launches and we started with, um, Let's see, we started with a Wednesday night deal. So we had ended up having like two or three Wednesday night services in the place. And, and we had also had one Sunday night service that, that was at six o'clock. And so in the middle of these services, we're actually, uh, not in the middle of the services, but in between these services, we're actually sp- uh, painting the ceiling, uh, uh, Lahi from Lehi or whatever from uh, Freeway Ministries and, and Rick Lechner and, and Mitch, a couple other guys are painting the ceiling while we're uh, getting ready to, to, to have service in there. So, and it's this black dry fall paint. So as it's hitting the ceiling, it's falling down dry and it's just leaving like a powdered black mess everywhere. It's covered almost everything all over the ground. And so in between each service, uh, we are sweeping and mopping the floor and trying to get it the best that we can each and every time without people coming into this uh, gross construction zone. And so that's what was so awesome about our soft launch was that people were hungry enough to still come in there. You know, the men from Freeway, the women from Freeway Ministries, um, and even some other people were still hungry enough for the Word of God that they were willing to come in to these front doors, uh, push aside a piece of plastic, walk into a construction zone, sit down in a circle, and be fed the Word of God. You know, they was that hungry that they wanted it that much and so that Sunday night that I preached that first uh, sermon in the book of first John it was uh, we the heater had actually stopped working all the heaters in the place they just weren't working to keep in place warm enough so it was it was freezing cold it's January in Omaha Nebraska you know so <laughs> it's very cold the, the heaters had stopped working so we had to bring in one of those salamander heaters that run off a of propane tank and so that's what we were doing we was running off this propane tank this thing's louder than a hornet it's just roaring in the back i don't think i had a microphone i was just speaking out as loud as i could to to preach this message it <laughs> it was a, a moment to be remembered for real and it was so cool because people were still gathered there like i'd said in this place freezing cold wearing coats 
using a salamander heater to stay warm in a construction zone. They wanted the word of God that bad. And so between that day and January 16th, we had worked nonstop to get that building ready. So about a week or so, we'd worked nonstop to get that building ready for Rick to open us up on Sunday morning and and have our very first opening day. So that's what we've been doing together. That was the craziness and the hustle and the bustle for the first few months of, of being here. And then Naomi now, on the other hand, she's um, she's really... She's really working hard and and um, laboring with Rick as as she's kind of acting as his secretary and she's keeping track of things. She's keeping track of the meetings. She's uh, printing out our bulletins. She's making flyers. She's doing all the nuts and bolts of this operation. A lot of it, Naomi and Sherry are are, are tag teaming, but Naomi actually sits in office with her dad, helps him helps him to stay organized. Um, communicates for us. She does a lot of work. Uh, she cleans the church. Uh, she's there probably more than than we are, honestly. And, and one of the cool things that I find Naomi doing, and this is just, it's blessed my soul to, to see her do, is we had a women's uh, prayer be- breakfast the other, uh, I don't think it was January, or, uh, March 5th or so. And what she had done, uh, she, she had done a devotion for the ladies. And so she went to Daniel, and she was talking about the posture of prayer, or about the uh, about prayer. And so she's at the kitchen table in our at, in our little apartment. She's at the kitchen table, and she's got her Bible open. She's got her notebook out. She's got one hand on her forehead, and she's just leaning on it, and she's studying. And the Word of God's just beating her up. And when I looked at her. I was like, amen. You know, it blessed my soul to see her diving off deep into the scriptures and, and she's going to take a word to these ladies and and hope to teach them about the importance of prayer and the posture of prayer. It blessed my heart to see her uh, doing that. She's faithful in discipling a young woman who has three kids and she's really trying to learn how to, uh, the young woman is, is learning how to, to fit into church. You know, where should she go to church? She's trying to find sound doctrine doctrine at this point in time. And all the while, Naomi is 23, 24 weeks pregnant, um, and she's still uh, she's still pursuing her biblical counseling career at Baptist Bible College in Springfield, Missouri. So she's got a full plate, man, and she's she, she's working hard. She's setting up meal trains and stuff for some of the ladies that are in our church or some of the families in our church that are getting ready to have babies and um, also adopting. So it, it's a blessing to me to see my wife just take the reins and own her ministry and love chasing after the Lord. It's a breath of fresh air. On my myself, on the other hand, um, I switched from Baptist Bible College. I started going to Midwestern um, through Spurgeon College. I'm seeking my MDiv right now, and where I'm at, as as you guys know, I'm in the Book of First John. I'm preaching through that verse by verse every Sunday night at uh, at Waymaker Baptist Church, and it's been good. I've been getting fed a lot from the book. It's shown me a lot of tests. I'm really growing in that area as far as having to prepare a sermon every week, you know, or I should say getting to prepare a sermon every week and still keep up with my homework and uh, still keep up with the little bit of pastoral work that I have to do, but, you know, and as well as the planning and stuff that I have going on uh, for Mission T 
teams that are coming and other things. So it's been stretching me. It's been stretching me in a good way. And I don't think I would be able to be stretched like this if God hadn't used me in other areas of my life before, like, you know, in prison at Ozark uh, Correctional Center when I was the uh, Christian general representative. I, I got to serve in that area for a few months, you know, while I was there in prison. And I got to uh, I got to create orders. I got to meet with other Christians. We've got to uh, communicate back and forth between the chapel or before the before the the, the chaplain and we also got to uh, um, set up events like Easter events and Christmas events and invite people in so there was a lot of administrative work in there that helped me get ready for where I'm at now you know and looking back I can see God using it as well as freeway ministries in Springfield Missouri you know uh, Casey Merrick he he used to work us so hard but it was so good that that we were so busy for the Lord because now at this point in my life I actually have some sort of capacity that I would not have had if he would not have uh, worked um, so diligently in my life through Casey and John Stroop you know Casey American John Stroop so that, that was a blessing for me and just being able to come up here and, and for Rick Lechner to open his pulpit up to me through um, throughout the the year or so that that I'd been um, married married and dating Naomi and just being able to come up and preach at freeway and exercise the gift that God had put in my life um, and receive correction where where I was sucking you know a whole lot and um, just being able to to uh, to sharpen my skills and to grow you know I'm thankful that he's allowed me to do that with without him I wouldn't be able to be here now either and one of the beautiful things that we have going on uh is that bible study i talk so much about uh so when i moved up here i've been listening a lot to things like the send network podcast um from the north american mission board and it's all about church planning and a lot of these guys that i see they're they're starting in coffee shops right they're uh, maybe they're just having a bible study in a coffee shop and then they're moving to a house and they got a house church and then they're moving to a building and for me that speaks volumes in my life i'm like I want to do that. You know, when I think of church planning, I think of it starting in, in a house somewhere. You know, that's that's just my own prerogative on it. So I started this coffee shop in um, in Exarban Village at the Roast Coffee House, and there's a table, and I think it sits about two, four, about six people or so. Um, and so I invited some of the men from Freeway Ministries, and they started coming out. And at first, it was a rather small group of people, you know, maybe four maybe five other guys or so, four or five other guys, and shrunk down to three or four for a couple times. And well, the last like two or three go-arounds, man, there's been, they've been having to pull up chairs. You know, there's like 10 or 12, and, and glory to God that there's that many, you know, 8, 10, 12 men there wanting to get fed. And the cool thing is, is that we're all covered in tattoos. We all look funny. We don't look anything like the people that are in this place because Caddy Corner from this place is a, I don't know, eight or a 10-story office building. And so people are walking in and out of there, well, to, well put together, business suits, um, chasing the American dream. Some of them may go to church and, and they're just seeing us pouring over our Bibles every Thursday morning. Some of them are getting pretty familiar with us. We're waving to them. We're talking to them. We're inviting some of the people at the coffee house to come. And we're hoping to just make a an impact there in that place for people to see uh, the to see Jesus in us, you know, and, and, and Lord willing, invite them to church, um, invite them to the Bible study and help them grow. So we're praying and, and we ask that you guys too would, uh, you listeners would pray that God would bring people that are different than us to that Bible study, that, that we could walk alongside each other, that we could be men together and we could chase after Jesus with all that we have. 
Um, so the plan is to one day, you know, move from there. I, I would myself would move and, and appoint one of those other guys that I have at that coffee shop that God has placed at that coffee shop Bible study with me who are really crushing it. They're just brilliant teachers. The plan is to move from there and to start another one at some point in time. So whatever that looks like and whenever God calls us to do that, man, we're, we're looking forward to it. But we know that God's raising up some, some pretty sound men within our church who are maybe recognizing a calling to preach. They're recognizing this calling to, um, to serve in child care, to do youth ministry, to preach at freeway ministries and, and things like that. So right now we're walking them through a, a preaching class that they offer at Midwestern, uh, through Jason Allen. And it's a beautiful class where right now we're learning the nuts and bolts of expository preaching. And so, just be in prayer for us in that area and be in prayer for us as we continue to grow. We move into our house in April 1st. And so here this month, I think it's March March 18th or so, we'll be headed back down to Missouri in my old white pickup truck, and I'll be hauling a trailer. So uh, the truck made it up here once, and so let's pray that it'll make it down there and back one more time and that we can fill up all, fill up with all of our stuff and get settled into our house and get a nursery built. So... And we thank you guys so much for just tuning in and listening to us. And we, we pray that this would bless you guys. And, and let me close with this psalm that's been on my heart here recently. I've been reading about every single day. Psalm 119, verse 33. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to an end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my ear to your testimonies and, and not to covetousness. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Establish your word to your servant who is devoted to fearing you. Turn away my reproach which I dread for your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me in your righteousness. Amen. God bless you guys and you have a full week.